All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging in there with us. Uh, our very own Han Solo fixed our technical problem. Thank you, Han. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> I think I think we should be good now. Okay, uh, we're going to get back to it, Pete. This we were like right in the juicy part of the story. Uh, we were we were talking to to Cliff, and we were through day one. We were through day two, but dude, Freddie's got a nine pound lead. It's on paper, it seems impossible. Impossible. It seems impossible. Let's pick it back up. Uh, Cliff, can you hear us? You're still with us. Cliff. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. We're going to pick it back up. Thanks for hanging in there with us. Uh, day two, you came in. Good day. Great day. 16 pounds. Giant bag. Made the cut. But, dude, Freddie's eight or nine pounds ahead of you. So, you know, I, and I know a little bit of what was going through your head. But, but go through it with the viewer. We've got people listening and watching right now that are shaking their head. They're like, what the hell? Like, how... How did you, you know? How do you even fathom you have a chance to win at that point? What was going through your head? Well, let me tell you this first. Uh, Freddie, Freddie's a good dude. Like off the water, he he's a good man. You know what I mean? And uh, and he's and he's a good fisherman too. So, uh, you know, he just ran into a bad day on the water, but he's um, he's one of the best in the world, no doubt. He just happened to he just happened to have a bad day. Um. Uh, and it, it happens, you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, but but going into day three, or you know, after day two, you know, getting ready for day three, Freddie had like eight pounds on me. Uh, but after that, it was uh, I think Greg had like a pound ten on me. So that that was kind of close. But but being eight pounds back, I I thought it might be over. But uh, in in the back of my mind, I was thinking, you know. Freddie has a bad day. I have a big day. I might get win. Slim chance. Slim chance, but it's possible. Yeah. So I kind of made up my mind to do, you know, to 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 fish, to compete with the mindset that that I could win. And if I got my heart broken in, in the end of it, oh well, you know, I, I I deal with that then. But I just wanted to. I just wanted to to. Uh, to compete and do everything I could, just in case the door was open. That was that was the plan, and and I knew there was probably a 99% chance that I that I was gonna lose. But I, but I was like, why not? That, so you know, so do you think do you think being that far back behind Freddie, being middle of the pack in the standings, do you think that took some pressure off? It did, it did because when I when I started fishing on day three. Me and my co-angler were talking. We were hanging out, shooting the breeze. Um, in fact, I turned my front Lorentz off, turned it completely off, because you know I got a clock on on that unit, so I can kind of, you know, schedule my day. And I knew I wasn't going nowhere, so I just turned the whole unit off. You know, it's, it's two two and a half foot deep. I'm not worried about seeing the bottom up. You know, I know I know the little ditch or whatever. I just I turned the clock off. Didn't worry about it, and uh, yeah, being that far back and having like a 0.1 percent chance of getting it done, it kind of it kind of chilled me out. Yeah, and uh, I, I, it seems funny, I guess, or uh, 
Hell, maybe I need to start eight pounds back all the time. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I said, low percentage move. <laughs> but well, how, so you're so you're you're relaxed. You're out there. Like you're when the when did the first fish come? I mean, how did how did your limit develop? Take us through that. It uh, you know, so I'm chilling. Me, me, my calling. Me, my calling. Like chill, chilling. You know, shooting the breeze. We talking football, fishing. You know, duck hunting a little bit. Just just a good old fishing day, and, and uh, we start fishing, and I caught a small one. I caught a 12-and-a-half-incher. I don't know, maybe about uh, 45 minutes into the day, and I uh, keep fishing. And I, I guess it's about an hour, hour and a half into the, into the morning, and I, and I flip on a little point and uh, pick up on it, and it's heavy, and, and I kind of pick up on it again to kind of check it. And he kind of nudges a little bit, and I'm like, my mind is like, Cliff, that's that's a fish. Just set the hook. Even if it's not, just set the hook. It, you know, it's like a three-cent bait. It don't matter. Just set the hook. <laughs> and, and I set the hook, and uh, it was a big one. Bowled me up. You know, made about, I, you know, I don't know, five or six good hard cranks. Bolt flipped him. And I, I'm going to say it was a four-pounder, three-and-a-half to four-pounder. Sweet. Wow. Game, and I, and game changer, giant for that tournament. Game changer, yeah. But at that point, I don't, I don't, I don't really get excited because it's a good one. You know, I figure I'll finish my limit out. At that point, I'll get 14 pounds. I'll have a good chance to come in second. You know, make a little money. Life is good. Finish on the high note. It's all good. So uh, I kept fishing, and a little while later, I guess uh, I, I caught a. I think I caught like a keeper, a chunk keeper, like a two and a quarter. And uh, I keep fishing. And I went, I went a little while without a bite. And then at a certain point, like mid-morning sometimes, I, I flip in, into a little patch of lilies. And uh, this, this happened to me a couple times during the week. But I, I flip, in the, flip in there. And I, and I feel a bite, like a little brim bite, set the hook, come back with half a bait, drop the pole, re-rig my bait, flip right back in there, and I feel a brim bite again. I let him eat it a little bit. I set the hook. It's like another three-and-a-half pounder, three-and-a-half to four-pounder. Flip him in the boat. So now I got two good ones and two small ones, I think, at this point, like two 12-and-a-half inches and two three-and-a-half. So I'm like, that's, you know, one more, one more, and I got a limit. But if I get three more bites, I'm good. And and then from from that point on, I just I just you know move, fishing real slow, making a lot of flips. And I I don't remember catching those two other good ones, but I did somewhere along the way. Blacked <laughs> <laughs> out. I, don't, I I I don't remember this. You blacked out. Yes, yeah, freaks me out. But the uh, I did. So I ended up with uh. Ended up with four good ones. I get. I guess they were three pounds. I don't know. It. They look good. I. I tried to judge them. I. You know. I, I guess this whole winning thing is going on that I don't. I don't even know what's going on. You know what I mean? But it is. And I'm just fishing, just chill, just hanging out. And uh, at about quarter to two, I make a flip way back in. On this floor tom. Which is translated to like a heavy piece of grass. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Say hold that on, again. Hold on. Let's stop. For all our viewers, a lot of them are from up here. 
in the Northeast. We have some on the West Coast. We even have some Canadians, eh? Say that word again for everyone. Really Flo- slow. Flotant. 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 Definition? Definition? Flotant is like a, a little small island with that, that green grass. That's about that tall. That yard grass that sticks up. Yeah. It's a, it's a real heavy mat. It's, it's like a little chunk of gotcha. land almost, kind of, sort of. Okay. All right. What's it called? Floton. Floton? <laughs> so, so what happened in this Floton? <laughs> floton. <laughs> it went down. <laughs> but the, uh, the Floton was, you know, probably about, I don't know, 20, 25 feet back there. And the hydrilla mat was, was butted up against it. And uh, But there was a little line. You know, that's a big deal when you're flipping the mat hydrillas, those little creases, those little lines. You know, where where the mat meets and yeah. that kind of stuff. A whole other conversation. But uh, anyway, there was a floor torn and a hydrilla was, was matted up against it. And, and I make a long flip. And it goes down. And, and my rod kind of, you know, tick, tick. I feel it kind of pulls me down a little bit. And at that point, I black out. I go unconscious. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Uh, <laughs> all I know is that's a bite. He's back there. And uh, I just jerked. You know, I set the hook real hard and uh, cranked a couple times. And next thing I know, I got this big fish swimming alongside my boat. And uh, he, you know, I had, had him going a certain way. Good momentum. Boat flipped him. And when he comes out of the water, I'm like, that, that's a big one. Oh, my God. This is this is a game changer. And uh, he, he hits the floor of the boat, and he gets even bigger. And uh, I, I double tap the power poles. The poles go down, and at that point, I lost it uh, <laughs> because I knew I knew that fish gave me a, a, a big old bag. And if things start, if things happen, it, it can be close. And uh, that's the first that's the first fish I've got excited about, really emotional about. Uh, you know, I, I don't remember, I don't I don't remember the last one I got pumped up like that when I when I caught a game changer. Wow! When, and when that happens, you just feel it way down. Yeah. Uh, so what what what's that like? Is are you like kissing your partner or well, <laughs> throwing not, stuff around? What are you doing? It's probably uh, I let out a scream. Probably <laughs> probably about six. Six fist pumps, you know. I kinda, <laughs> I'm kind of singing myself like a like a like a young chuckler down. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> Woo. And, uh, I unhook him, unhook him. I look at him. I'm like, that's a five pounder, you know. But then I start doing math, and uh, I make a call. I I, uh, I put him on a, put him on a call ring, drop him in a live well. Take out my beam, go through all my fish, get my smallest ones. And at that point, I knew I had about 17 because they were all big. You know what I mean? And then w- once I do that, I jump up on the back deck. I hug my co-angler. There's about, <laughs> about 10 high fives. Man hug. It's all good. And then at that point, at that point, I got nervous. At that mm-hmm. point, I got nervous. Uh started breathing real heavy <laughs> and I, I had to uh i really had to settle myself down because then i, then I start thinking this could really happen you, even if, at that point even if freddie caught something 
I could put pressure on him. And and I started thinking about uh, Mike a whole bunch and what happened to him in Florida, you know, when he won in Florida a couple years ago. I'm like, this, you know, Mike did it. It, it it's possible. This, this could happen. And uh, I just kept fishing and kept fishing. And uh, I left about I, I left about 30 minutes early, just just to get back to the ramp. I knew I had a big bag. I didn't want, you know, I trust my equipment, but you never know if something can happen. Yeah. It went only 12 boats on the water. I knew I was kind of by myself. So I uh, ran back at about 4,500, chilling. <laughs> That's a nice ride. And, 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 and what's crazy is for like five minutes, you know, I was fighting back tears because I, I, I thought it was done. And then... For the next five minutes, I tell myself, stay calm. Don't get too excited because you might not win. You know, just and 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 from that, so that's at about two thirty. So from two thirty to I don't know what time it was. I guess you know five thirty, six o'clock before it all goes down. Uh, I'm having this conversation with myself. You know, <laughs> up, and down, up and down, up and down, and. Uh, I got word when I got back to the ramp that, that Freddie had a tough day, and then I run into Greg at the ramp, and uh, old Hack Attack did a good job of uh, of playing me. He, he, <laughs> he did a real good job of it. He, he was uh, jacking with me. He said, uh, you know, he's like, Cliff, you, you really think you can win? I'm like, well, yeah, you know, I, I might. And then he gives you that little... Then he gives you that little hackney look, you know, that little that little smirk or whatever, you know, that little deal, you know what I mean? And uh that made it even worse. Um but it was uh it was crazy. That's wow. weird. Yeah, it's, and that, and that it was a big stretch of time because they had a late weigh in because there was a high school deal or something going on before. Oh man. So I mean I can tell you from a viewership standpoint I was freaking dying, dude. I get on there. They said, you know, we're going to go live at 4.30 Central. So at 5.30 our time, I'm on there. And dude, there's not even anybody. There's nothing even happening. I'm like, what the hell's going on? I'm like chewing my fingernails. I'm like dying. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you had to be. You had to be panicking a little bit. The deal was it was, a, it was like an hour and 45-minute drive down there from Berwick to Denham Springs to the back yeah. of Prussia. Yeah. So, um so I'm in my truck by myself, you know, uh, I got Garth Brooks on the radio and it's a, it's a roller coaster up and down, up and down. You know, I'm about to win, you know, make a classic and get my first win. And, and I'm like, man, this is going to suck if, if, uh, you know, if you come up just a little bit short, uh, every possible thought that could run through my mind did. Yeah. And I thought it was, you know, this could be my first win or, you know, either this is my first win or, you know, Cliff's a good dude, but he's not a winner. You know, it was, it was one of them kind of deals. What, what group will I fall into? Yeah. You know, do I have a trophy or, you know, he just can't get it done. Yeah. It, it, you got it done, man. You got yeah, it done. Yeah. You got it done. It, Congratulations. Yeah. That was, it was an amazing win. Like I said, the, the story behind it made it even more special. But do you remember, because I, on a lot of, and, and, and Pete, you've won a bunch. Adrian, you've won a big one. Do you remember 
the moment when it was official. You're on stage. Freddie weighs two. There's every inch of doubt is out, and now you know you're the winner. Do you remember what 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 was going through your head when that happened, and then that big blue trophy was put in your hand? Well, I, I had got word that Freddie had a rough day. Um, but when we got to Bass Pro, we parked out back, and I'm I'm parked right on the side of Greg, who uh, who at one point in my life I thought was the best dude in the world. I mean, I, I was. I was a super Hackney fan way back when. So, um, so when, he's got there and, and he's jacking. I mean, he, he's pulling he's pulling my strings. He's like, I got a big one. Think, and, and at one point he says, uh, "What's the big bass of the tournament?" I'm like, seven fifteen. He's like, "Nah, she's not that big, but she'll go oh, six. Man. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, attack, what, what you really got?" He's like, "I don't know, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. I mean, be real with me. He's like, I, I don't know. You know, he's like, you wanted to battle. You you wanted, you wanted to go head up. So now you got it. Now you got to deal with it. I'm like, come on, man. I'm at one point I wanted to beat him up. <laughs> and uh, he says, uh, he says, hey, you know, uh, it is what it is. It's gonna be what it's gonna be. That, it is what it is. That's definitely hackney mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. They're hackney yeah. words. And I'm thinking if, you know, if I throat punch him, what did this fall? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so, I was, so I was waiting for Greg to weigh in. And uh, and when Greg weighed in, when I saw when I saw him pull a bag out of the live well, I, you know, first thought was, it's not enough. And then I'm like, that's not true. You know, you... you your eyes are seeing with, with emotion right now. You're not, you know, you want it not to be enough, so it's not enough. But it might be enough because you're under judging. So I added three pounds to what I thought he had, and you know how all that goes. And uh, I think he had like 12 something. And at that point, I knew it was it was pretty much done. Uh, at that point, I knew it was. We just had to get through the the, the rest of the way in. Yeah. And and make it official. Yeah. And, uh Jeez. It was um just just to have a just to have a a, a season where I, I thought I was gonna make the classic early in the season and then I fell out late in the season. It uh and to feel a whole nother year go away. You know, it's not like it's not like you waste ten dollars and in three minutes. You know what I mean? You waste a year of your life and tens of thousands yeah. chasing this one tournament. And I mean, if you blow it, you blow it. It sucks. You you wasted a whole year of your life, and you you gotta wait. You know, you gotta wait till February to try again. To spend a whole another year to get back in. Yeah. So to 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 win this tournament and to save a whole year. <laughs> I mean, dude, 40, 48 hours ago, my whole career was like, you know, it wasn't it wasn't fading, but it sure wasn't it wasn't gaining anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was just some cat trying to, you know, hopefully make the classic next year, and and now here we are, you know, I, I'm I got to make a plan to go to to go to Conroe and check out this lake. You know what yeah. I mean? It's it's from one extreme to the other. Yeah. What what went from a, a three check season on the Elite Series to uh, you know looking at it and figuring out how I got to get it better, which I still need to look at that and, and figure out how to get better. 
to obviously you're doing something right because you don't made the classic again. You know. Yeah. yeah this uh, th- this win made your season for sure. In three days you made your season. Did this win make your career? Is no. was is this the turning point in your career? Uh, hopefully it's a turning point. It then uh, th- this tournament won't make my career. Hopefully this is not the highest point in my career, but hopefully this is a turning point where I can um, hopefully make you know maybe I've learned how to win. Whatever you know, I don't know exactly. Yeah. yeah. How you learn how to win, but hopefully I've crossed that that bridge or, or you know broken down that wall and 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 good things are coming. It's definitely uh definitely a spike in it with some momentum that I need to carry into uh, into next year. Yeah. Now, is this, you know, because you're 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 riding the high right now, and and you know, when I when I've won in the past, I'm all I always tell myself I'm trying to remember, like I like I like close my eyes and I'm like okay, remember what happened, remember what I'm feeling, and you know that feeling of winning. Mm-hmm. Are are you doing that? And and will this win? Will this carry on till next season? Will this confidence from this win? How's it going to change the way you fish next season? Uh, you know, like right now, right now I'm I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to remember I'm trying to, but I can't. It's, it's going so fast. It uh, you know, hopefully tomorrow morning or or the next day to slow down and I can look back and 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 you know save some of it, but it's it's all flying by. Uh, <laughs> Fast. I mean, and this is open. I can I can only imagine if it's an elite tournament or angle of the year or the classic. Like, it, it must it must fly by. Um, but the big thing is that uh, the the big thing is like it's possible. Like it can happen. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You once, once you taste it, yeah, you know that it is possible. And mm. you see other guys do it at, at every tournament. Somebody's gonna win. But to be that guy to finally get a W, I mean, it's possible. You know, yeah. you just—it's like it—it it really can happen. So, and but the biggest thing—the biggest thing is—is is, uh, obviously there was there was a formula to it, uh, and and I don't know that I have it all figured out. I guarantee I don't have it all figured out, but I feel like I got pieces of it figured out somewhat. Because because uh, this is ten years between fishing opens and the elites, and there and and it, it, there's no way it just happened. You know what I mean? So yeah. So hopefully I got some things figured out, and uh, that, that's a big positive that that you have something figured out, uh, and and hopefully I can carry that with me. Well, you know when I remember when I won my first tournament, I. Like you, I was, you know, trying to break through and get that win. I wrote, I sat down and I wrote down every single thing that I went, was going through my mind. I, I wrote it down and, uh, the decisions I made, how my, what, I, how I practiced, how I competed in this tournament. And I've gone back to those notes over and over again. Cause what happens is as you progress through your career, you get far away from that win and you, and you forget what you're feeling right now. And by by having by having that you know those notes to remind yourself of of how you were feeling 
you know, when you were on that third day, how you were feeling on day one when you when you recovered so nicely. And, and you know, you talk about how you were just going fishing and you were so relaxed. I'd, you know, having that, it's so important for you to win to have that feeling. And, uh, you know, you just get far away from it. You know, as because it's you know, unfortunately, our sport is that way. You know, you can't win every couple of yeah. months. Yeah. The big, so the big deal, I can tell you this: the big deal that happened this week, and it's something that I got away from. When when I look back, and, I, and I've had bad stretches, or I've had good stretches, the, the big deal that that I can look back and see is that when I when I'm fishing well, and and things are going well, things are happening. You just let things happen, uh, and you you, mm. you got to operate with some urgency. But you just fish through an area real slow, right? and you and you just let it happen, and then you, and then you make a good decision to do something else. But when I when I when I when I'm not fishing good, you try to make things happen. You, you roll through this area to go hit that area to go hit that area, and you try to force things to happen. And and maybe some guys can do it, but I but I can't. And that's that's the biggest thing I've seen when I've been successful and when I've not been successful is is uh. It's trying. It's trying to make things happen, and uh, a lot of times, if you, if I try to make them happen, it normally blows up in my face, and uh, <laughs> it's not a good week. Yeah. Hey, hey, Cliff, it's Dave, man. Congratulations, dude. Thank you. Hey, and I'd also like to say it was refreshing to actually hear you give credit to your co-anglers on one of those days. A lot of times, that does happen mm-hmm. where a co-angler in, does influence a pro, and you, you never. The pride or whatever doesn't allow them to acknowledge that that uh, things were turned around because of that co-angler. So uh, another reason you're just a good dude, man. You know. Yeah. Well, I tell you this. I I, uh, I had three good co-anglers because we were fishing slow. Uh, we were, you know, and, and which can be frustrating when you're in the, in the back of the boat. But all of them, you know, stayed uh, stayed in their area. Never pushed me. Fished hard. Uh, you know, we talked about the bite, how the fish was set up, how they were biting. Uh, three good dudes, and uh, it's fun. It's fun when when uh, when you get good co-anglers and they catch a good fish and they having fun and, and all that. When you kind of work together as a team, it's fun. Uh, yeah. I've had, you know, between BFLs and federations and opens and all that. You know, I, I've had a couple. Uh, couple cats in my boat that probably wouldn't be welcome back but uh for the most part <laughs> cool anglers are all cool but the three i had this week were uh were pretty cool one of them went swimming um wow yeah he uh he slipped out the bag of bowl <laughs> 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 drowned his phone that's the only thing i feel bad about i i, I it was working when he got out the boat hopefully it's still working but the dude fell, the dude fell off the boat <laughs> oh my god <laughs> hey hey cliff after hackney gave you that that meat grinder treatment when you're waiting to weigh in, would you describe him as a feet putang? As a who? What what you call it? A feet feet putan? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> yeah, putan. Did you say putang? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he said. <laughs> That's not Cajun. <laughs> what, what, That's putang Spanish, bro. I don't know what it is. I, I don't know. He was, uh, at, at one at one point, I, I wanted to kill him. At one point, I kill him. <laughs> but the deal is, and, and he told me this after, everybody knew I had won, but me. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody told you. Uh, <laughs> told me or Sarah. 
But uh, I, and I, I guess if, if roles are reversed. <laughs> Hi Ben. My little buddy. He's uh he decided not to go to sleep. Hi Ben. Hey. <laughs> Baby Ben. He's like, oh. Cheerios. Yeah. Cheerios will solve all, solve a lot of your problems. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I don't know if um uh, I guess if, if roles are reversed. And it was me and, uh, you know, one of y'all with somebody. I guess I'd have a little fun with him, too. But uh, <laughs> it wasn't uh, it wasn't the coolest thing. I want to jump back, and, and we heard about your pattern. But I go into specifics a little bit, because we have a lot of people watching tonight and listening that will go fish this scenario, whether it's in the basin or somewhere else. Um Tell me a little bit about the bait, the weight, the hook, the rod, the reel, the line. Get into that real quick. The uh, the reel was a uh, the reel was a Shimano Corrado seven to one. Uh, the rod was a, was a, a rod Falcon introduced last year. It was, it's a uh, Super Duty, Karis, a number eight seven foot five. It's a little it's a little more beefier rod. Something that uh, I was excited when they came out with it. Uh, good rod. I, I enjoy that rod. Uh, online, I threw a Seaguar 65 flipping braid, or I threw 80 Kansan. Uh, I had a couple different rods I would throw with the same bait during the day. You know, if one bait got messed up, I'd just pick up the other rod, trying to uh, save time. Uh, both. I God bless think, you. I don't think the braid mattered which one. I threw caught, caught on both of them. The weight was an uh, ounce and a half tungsten. The bait was a, a black and blue flake, uh, Lucky Strike Ringmaster creature bait, thrown out on a six-aught uh, hack attack hook. Big hook. Wow. Big hook. I, I tell you, the, the key, and uh, me and Pete have had this conversation before. I love the conversation about hook sets, you know. I love it. I love it. It'll be up on Bass University in a couple weeks. Um, I love hook sets. Love to do it. Love to talk about it. But a lot of times when I'm punching mats, I like to slack line fish, you know. So when that fish bites, when I when I feel that bite and he's on it, a lot of times I I drop drop it, pick up a, a reel or two, and then crack them and slack line them. And uh, I, I enjoy setting the hook like that. It's, it's fast, it's vicious. I like it. But this water was pretty shallow and the grass was pretty thick, so I knew I couldn't slack line them because of how how it was set up. So what I do is, is when I when I flip in, and the bait would go down. You know, I make sure I had good rod position. And when I picked up, and that fit, and and I felt weight because that's how they all bit it. When it when it would fall through, it would go to the bottom, and then when you picked up, they would bite it. So I flip in, it go down. I make sure I, I had good rod position, and I pick up. And if he was there, I'd automatically set the hook. I wouldn't I wouldn't slack line him. And I think that was, you know, all my fish were hooked right in the top of the head, solid hookups, and, and that was a that was a, a key deal. Uh, I think to catching to catching those big fish and being able to move them out the mat, yeah, uh, in shallow water was a quick, compact, hard hook set. Yeah, hmm. yeah, awesome. That's it. That is awesome. Uh, I I want to let's jump ahead. Uh, th- this is amazing momentum going into not only the classic but next season. Is there looking at the schedule? Does it make you excited? You know, we've got six grass events, looking like another shallow water season. 
Is there something looking ahead next year that makes you very, very excited? Or are you excited about the whole schedule? The whole schedule minus Cherokee. (laughs) Cherokee is uh, different. No grass. You know, the weather could be God knows whatever. That one, that one's going to be, that one's going to be different. That one's going to be one to make sure to uh, survive. To, to survive. And then after that, I like it because you better fish with the same six rods. You know, um, spinner baits, chatter baits, uh, rattle traps, top waters, frogs, you know, flipping and punching. It'd be pretty simple. It's some, uh, and we got we got some, some good ones too. We got Okeechobee, uh, Dardanelle, places I've been before and, and had some success. Uh, so coming, you know, ha- finishing off strong, Going to what what's a what's a, a strong schedule on paper for uh for me I think yeah yeah I, I like it uh you know success breeds success so I hope uh, I hope the momentum carries and uh sure it'll be all good I think it will uh Brian the Carpenter let me uh, I I want you to to um tell Cliff about Skyler's comment oh yeah yeah so uh uh where are we at here. Shit, I've lost it. Oh, uh, saw it on Instagram. Did you see that? Skyler Hamilton tweeted out. Uh, Tell us about so it. The deal was, once we got in this area, everybody kind of chose their spots. You know, like I, I wanted to fish on the right bank, which was deeper and had more mats and, and that stuff. For some reason, Skyler wanted to fish the left bank. Uh, probably, I mean, that's probably where he caught him in practice, obviously. But to me, that bank was a little more flat and didn't have as much, uh, as many mats on it. But anyway, we're going back and forth throughout the day, back and forth. And at a certain point during the second day, I can see him. And, uh, you know, we, we shoot the breeze when we pass each other and he's struggling and it's just not happening. And, uh, there was a, a section in the back where I had caught a couple, you know, small keepers during, during a tournament. And I said, man, go, go back there and, you know, you might better catch you a couple and, and, uh, you know, get himself back on track and, and gone. And uh, so he takes off, goes back there and catches a couple, makes the elites. And uh, and I told my co-angler, I'm like, man, the only reason I've done that was because if I know when I was trying to qualify for the elites, if you knew something, you know, if that guy over there knew something that could help me out and he didn't do it, just because he didn't want to do it, you know, I, I don't want to kick his ass. You know what I mean? I mean, you it when you can. Um, just because I want somebody to help me when I need help. So. Yeah. yeah. And I've had people help me out, you know, before. So, yeah. I mean, who don't want to help somebody out? Yeah. That well, that was awesome. I mean, that's a, that's an awesome move. That's very as a competitor, that's hard to do. As a human being, as a person, as a good person, it's a great thing to do. So that's awesome. Well, yeah. And too, I, I, uh, you know, I knew where he was in the standings, which where I was in the standings too. So I didn't, I didn't think he was a threat to challenge, to challenge me for a spot. You know, so that made it a little easier. But uh, you know, if I need to keep it, you know where they got one, and you lied to me, <laughs> I will, I will want to beat you up, no doubt. <laughs> All right, we got a couple questions coming in here through social media. Uh, we got a guy that wants to know: uh, Is the beard just for 
no shave November coming up, or are you going to be rocking the beard all next year? No, I'll probably be rocking the beard all year long. You know the beard? I've had the beard now for, I don't know, at least a year or so, maybe a couple years. Um, my hair, my hair grows out every year. That'll be cut down uh, probably, I don't know, January 1 or something. Depends on, uh, you know, what's going on. But the beard is probably here to stay, especially since I got a, you know, since I got a win with the beard. It'll probably be for a while. I like how you plan your haircut like a family vacation. Like, <laughs> Pete, I got Pete, I got three checks this year, buddy. You know what I mean? Freaking haircuts are expensive, dude. I had to, you know, save a little money. <laughs> well, you got a you got a minimum ten thousand additional coming your yeah. way come next March. Maybe yeah. maybe you get the big one, three hundred G's. That would be amazing. Yep. That wouldn't be bad, huh? <laughs> hey, it seems to me like he had uh, almost a Rick Clun type experience down there. Remember that uh, that U.S. Open where Rick ran like a million miles up the river and caught all those fish to a place he saw in a dream yeah. and might never really have existed? Yeah. And he's never been back there again? Yeah. Like like he blacked out. Yeah. Is that Floton? Still really there? Maybe it wasn't there. <laughs> maybe it wasn't really there. <laughs> maybe maybe he like transported for a moment to we'll some, never know. some and this, zone. And this is one that wasn't captured on TV. That's right. Didn't have a camera crew. You didn't have GoPros running, right? Did not. So no one no one will ever know if that photon <laughs> is actually there. Or not. We don't know. Could have been gone. I got another question coming in, and they want to know um, with Champlain and Saint Clair being on the schedule next year, how many coats are you going to bring with you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to buy a couple. A couple <laughs> hey, because check this out. I mean, so it's October 30th. I mean, in Louisiana, they dude, it was like 84 degrees or, or, hell, it might have been 90 degrees. I don't know. I'm walking around in shorts and a T-shirt sweating. You know what I mean? So that, and to the, the Cherokee tournament, that's going to be a cool one, too. I'm going to have to, like, invest. Like, call call somebody and say, like, how do you layer this stuff? What's the best stuff to get? You, you need know? some Under Armour coats for that <laughs> tournament. <laughs> yeah, and when it gets cold, I can drink my uh, warm coffee out of my K2 cup. There you go. Wow, I like it. Right, that a boy. Text another name. I like it. All right, uh, so I want to. I don't want to give too much away, but I'll put you on the spot a little bit. Um, let everybody know that in early December... You and I will be filming a Going Ike episode. Very excited to actually be fishing with you for a change, not against you. Any idea on, and I'm going to put it in your court on where we're going to fish. Any idea on uh, on where we may go? Because I'm, I'm coming to you, and you've got to take me somewhere. We're going to Chaplain Basin. Chaplain, I can tell you what we're not going, Mike. We're not going to that same flotant? We're not going to fish the flotant. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we had a pretty good crowd. Uh, I think Morgan City enjoyed the tournament. Hopefully, they hopefully they bring a the big show down there. So I would hate to uh, mm-hmm. I would hate to cause conflict. You know. Yeah. Uh, you just happen to stumble on this area. That wouldn't be, <laughs> be real good. Well, I, I'm excited to come uh, come fish with you and film the hey, show. We'll have a good so time. Check this out, right? Check this out. This is a true story. So my 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 co-angler on day one. Uh, in the afternoon, we start catching a couple of fish or things lighting up. And uh, he says, hey, buddy, I don't want to be like a 
super fan or nothing, but uh, I'm like, go ahead, buddy, what's up? You know, we can shoot the breeze. I got a, I got a decent limit. Life is good. He's like, what about Gerald? Gerald's a good dude. I'm like, yeah, bro, Gerald's a good, you know, he's a good fella. You know, he's a good old boy. You know, I, I like him. We hang out and stuff. Good, good. And dude says, uh, some kind of way it comes up. I couldn't fish with Ike and Nelly. <laughs> so why not? Mike's a good dude. Oh man, he screams too much. I said, well, you know, he, uh, you know, he gets excited, and that's, you know, that's what he does, you know. But Mike's a good dude, bro. He, you know, he's he's just Mike. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he's a good dude. So we keep fishing, and about five minutes later, he sets the hook. He catches like a, I guess like a three pound, a good fish that he needed. He throws it in a boat, and he starts, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. Keep screaming. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. We love those hypocrites, man. We love them. We love them. Uh, dude, I I tell you, I mean, honestly, I'm I'm freaking amazingly happy for you. Proud, happy, stoked, excited. Uh, big, I, I know how important this this is. This is a momentum changer for you. I know you're gonna have a. I just have a feeling you're gonna have a vicious season next year. I can feel it all the way down to my plums. Uh, for for guys that a lot of guys watching the show and listening right now that don't know you, don't know you personally. How can they how can they follow you? They want to know who Cajun Baby is. How can they follow you day to day? Day to day, social media. Uh, let me give you the right names. I never give you the right names. Uh, Facebook is uh, Cliff Crochet. It's Cliff Crochet. That's a tough one. <laughs> uh, Instagram is Cajun Baby Fishing, and uh, Twitter is at Cliff Cajun Baby. And. Uh, yeah, we have some fun on there. It's all it's all real, legit, personal stuff. So, yeah, tell them come follow me, hang out, and uh, sometimes you can laugh at me, sometimes it's serious, but it's all good stuff. Uh, they'll do it, and uh, we appreciate you joining us tonight. And have a good Halloween. And before we let you go, do us one favor and sign us out with that big, beautiful trophy. There it goes. Look at that. Take a look. Look at everybody. Yeah. There it goes. Woo. Love that thing. It's like a giant paperweight. Uh, if you could sign us out with a "Mama say I love the devil," if you could do that for us. <laughs> my mama, my mama, my mama, my mama said I love the devil. Yeah, <laughs> there it goes. Clip for Shay, everybody. Cajun baby, good job. Oh, wow, there it was. Ike Clive is the devil. <laughs> it really is, and it's Halloween, and we're the devil. No. Uh, but what a show. We, learned, we, learned, s- we learned a new word. We learned a new word. We learned some techniques. Yeah. Pluton. Yeah, Pluton. We learned that Cliff no longer likes Greg Hackney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fist fight. He was fighting everybody tonight. <laughs> I know. He's hostile. Uh, I wouldn't want to fight Hackney. Uh, <laughs> Dave, uh, Dave said the word pussy in Spanish. What else did we have to happen oh, tonight? I didn't say that. You didn't? No. Oh. Because then I would have said chocha. Oh, chocha. <laughs> Isn't that a swim bait? No, that's the... Am I on? 
You're on back. Let's take a moment and talk about the Ike Foundation before this goes south. Oh, cool. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this is where I should probably just walk out. <laughs> <laughs> she knows. She can feel the show swaying. <laughs> she just knows. Look, look at her toes. See, she can feel it in those little toes. Anyways. All right, what do we got, Beck? Ike Foundation. So we have um, our first Ike Foundation um, scholarship dinner at the end of January. And we are going to start selling tickets online as soon as we can get our ticket window up, which should happen within the next week. But all proceeds from that scholarship dinner, um, it's just $35 tickets, is going to go to a scholarship fund. So um, rising or I guess graduating seniors from high school can fill out a fabulous little scholarship application and they can be the recipients of the Ike Foundation um, scholarship. Wow, that's awesome. outstanding. So do we have, uh, say it again, Beck, we have a date, location. How can people find out about this thing? So if you go to the ikefoundation.org, all the information is going to be on there. Um, we are going to, we have a location up in Pittman, um, New Jersey. All of this is going to be on the website along with the ticket window. Um, the date is January what's 28th. That? 28th is that Saturday, right? Yeah. So it'll be good. It, it's just going to be a fun... It's what place just, in Pittman? The uh, Masonic Lodge. All right. Yeah. They cool. just Be- remodeled. So, so beef, be beer, do we have music, DJ? What do DJ, we got? DJ, music, food, Ooh. some auction items, just a bunch of fun stuff. You know, nothing nothing crazy, just a good, fun evening, 7 to 10, and just, you know, to, to give something back to some of these kids that are working hard, fishing, and trying to help their community and others. That's awesome. Dave, I'm going to put you on the spot. Will you be at this event to help with youth fishing? Yeah, if you don't make me wear a costume or something. We're not. We're not going to make you wear a costume. But the parameters are with the DJ and with the beef and the beer and all this. That's, that's once every Wait a ten minute. Years. I know we want you to dance yeah, exactly like you did at the high school reunion. That's once every ten years. Come on. This is for charity, Dave. Yeah, man. We will we'll bet we'll have people like bid on. It's like the uh, not the not the arcade. It's one of the bugs that hide. I call them John Cicadas. <laughs> it's like the Al Qaeda. <laughs> oh my god. Them damn Al Qaeda's. Yeah. They're all over the backyard of Al Qaeda's. Damn Al Qaeda's. Uh, don't they only come out like once every eighteen years or something? I don't know, but something that's, like that's that. Seven. Some random number of years. Yeah. All right, uh, Pete. I'm gonna put you on the spot. Uh, we got election season coming up. Oh boy! One of the rules here, but I'm, settle down. I'll, I'll shut the mic right off. So no, I'm not, I'm not going to say what you think I'm saying. <laughs> so One of the rules it. of Ike Live is no politics, religion, or race, or anything like that. But I want to ask you, who are you voting for? Who, if, <laughs> if a pro angler was running for president, who would you vote for? And that includes current pro-anglers and also historic pro-anglers. Who would you vote for? I'd vote for the general. Larry Nixon. Larry Nixon. Good for one. president. Adrian Avena? That's crazy. Because I was, I was thinking the same. <laughs> you can't say the same <laughs> one. If it weren't him, who I'd vote for. Dang, come back to me. Okay. Dave Brodzik? Uh, Rick Klund. Rick Klund. Rick wow. Klund's a good one. Good one. Brian the Carpenter? Well, legalization won't be a problem with Klund in there. That's exactly right. That's a good choice. Uh, that's a good choice. 
Bry, give me another one. You got to pick somebody different. I got to pick somebody different. Got to pick somebody different. I'll go different. with Swindle because he's, uh, he's Swindle for president. <laughs> he can't, like he, he can't wait to say some stuff. So. <laughs> man, I took Rick Clun from him. Yeah, <laughs> I made. I made you, Dave. Ooh, oh man. Come back to you, yeah. Rebecca. Dave Rebecca. only knows can one I, pro Can angle. I vote for Dave Mansu? Does he count? He definitely counts. Dave Mansu yeah, for president. Dave Mansu's a good one. Mansu's a good one. Yeah, but good he's one. like, you know, former cop, wants to boss people around. I'd love uh, to have a dirty but he, cop But he does it in a very kind way. <laughs> he persuades you. Poor man. Wait a minute. It was going so good for Dave. It was really going good. a hat. Like, a hat. Like, right the podium. Wait a minute. This is perfect timing. Who would who would you pick? Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. This is perfect timing. Speaking of Dave Mansu, I have a Yoda quote from Star Wars. <laughs> do or do not. There is no try. <laughs> oh Wait. Oh, got his. No, I don't. That's Dave's not mine. No. Nope. All right, Dave. Let's hear it. <laughs> what was it? Let's hear it. Um, I think I'd have to vote for uh, Boy Duckett. Oh, Boy Duckett for president. There's a good one. <laughs> That one. is a good one. That was Becky's vote. I like that one. <laughs> that Adrian, come back to you. You got anything yet? Man, it's kind of tough because I've seen both sides. You know, FLW and Bass, but, man, I don't know. I'd have to go I'd have to go with somebody like Andy Morgan. Andy Morgan's because, a good one. Just because Andy Morgan, I mean, he's just a down-to-earth guy. Keeps it real. Shooter, keeps Very it real. stoic. Yeah. Yeah. Like and kind of old school, too, you know? Yeah. It's not like... kind of reminds me of, like, a Ross Perot. Yeah. No? No. That's more like trip welding. Now, oh, now you're listen right. here, Pepe. You, you, you got to treat the economy like you would a Chevy. You got to lift up the hood and you got to look at it and see what's going on. Remember that, dude? That's the first food I ever made was for Ross Perot. <laughs> Ross Perret. Dude, he brought a whiteboard out on like, like a, a, out onto a dry erase board? Yeah, like that. It was like the, the paper that you played. Brought it out oh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With debate and was explaining layman's stuff. To wow. Yep. That's cool. That's pretty awesome. All right, Mike, who's yours? All right, I'm, I'll, I'll end it here and I'm going to go with, um, you know, Honestly, I feel like if he wasn't a pro angler, he'd be the best president. Like, honestly, I really do. Dave LaFever. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Dave LaFever. Oh, very politician. First positive thing I've said. Yeah. Hey, he's good. Hey. Hey. Make a great politician. man. He's, he's a good pick. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Better every damn event you could muster. Dave LaFever for president. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, a little more housekeeping here. <laughs> Beck, what else you got? Uh, let's see here. I got a shout out to, uh, John Valdez and uh, Nate Callen, they won today on Conowingo. No, they finished third on Conowingo, but they won the Bass Nation team trail for the season. And they're heading to Kentucky next year. Wow. Congratulations, guys. That's awesome. Good job. Wow. I can't believe they caught something out of the muddy Conowingo. Yeah. With all that rain. They were both violently hung over. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I saw pictures today of them sleeping on the boat and some vomit on the side wow. of the road. That just says a whole lot for this level of competition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of right. they, they have no chance at the Nationals. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, let me remind everybody, uh, you can get our show anytime you want, Pete. And I mean anytime. Dude, riding the bus, really? on the work, in an airplane. On your mobile device? Dump, on your mobile device. Anywhere you want, uh, and you can get it lots of ways. You can get it, of course, on IkeLive.com. You can get it on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, and the best of Ike Live on Bassmaster.com. All right. Pretty amazing. Uh, 
upcoming show schedule. We've got a big show planned in November. Be our Thanksgiving special, November 20th. And then, of course, our Christmas uh, special, December 18th. A couple big shows coming up. Brian, any words on... Is um, Pilgrims no. at Thanksgiving? Because no. I know you love to dress up. Then, uh, yeah, that'll be like a, a mashed potato. Or <laughs> 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 oh my god! Cranberry <laughs> sauce, mashed potato, gravy costume. Yeah, we're all cool Thanksgiving yeah. food, yeah. and you're like the yeah. shittiest yeah. Thanksgiving food you can find. Yeah, yeah. I, I will be the drumstick, but Dave's gonna be the mashed potato. I'm gonna be the collard green. Collard green. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Hey, on a very happy, positive note, we did get word from Camden County that Ooh. we've been okayed for the next um, Ike Foundation fishing tournament. This is a good one. July 12th. Let, oh, yeah. we got a date? Repeat a date. that. Repeat that, Beck. Let everybody know. Oh, I'm struggling. I'm falling asleep. She said July 12th. I said um, the <laughs> next... Um, Ike Foundation Fishing Celebrity Pro-Am. The next Ike Celebrity Pro-Am is going to be July 12th. We finally got the confirmation from Camden County. Yes. And we're going to be set to go um, in uh, lovely downtown Camden waterfront again. And it's going to be bigger and better and, and tweaked to, to make everyone's life a little bit easier and everything. Cool. But I'm next com- event. I'm coming for you, Sancho. Joe Sancho, we're coming for you. Hey, how is Joe Sancho? Has anyone talked to him yeah, after he broke his rib? rib? Yeah. 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 No. Did the Miller brothers keep the boat? Mm-hmm. Did they sell it? They kept it. They kept it though. I think they still don't have an outboard on it. It's trolling motor only. It's a uh, fully fully rigged bass cat. By the way, that fight's Dave. Is that next weekend? That's the uh, I guess is the week 12th. after. No, next weekend's the fifth. That's going to be Ferguson and Dos Anjos the weekend after that, the twelfth. Yeah, Jim Miller's on the uh, the first ever uh, uh, MMA card in. New York City at Madison Square Garden. Wow. UFC 205, the biggest card they've ever put together by a lot. Very cool. And he made that card. Wow. wow. Shout out to Jim Miller. Yep. Jim, can you get us some tickets? Send him like live. We'll take him. Yeah. yeah. Did well, like 1,500 for nosebleeds. Wow. 15,000 in the box. Wow. 15,000? Oh, a ticket? No, it's like 15,000 to get like a box. Oh, for the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah wow. Yeah. That's, that's a, crazy. It's a lot of thousand. That's crazy. Uh, I, I think we're done. You ready for this close? Yeah, but uh, let's let's recap. Uh, breaking news: Adrian's going to take us fishing. He promised in July. Yes, or, or breaking December. news: Striper, he lightsabered first Ike Live <laughs> annual striper yeah. trip in December. Yeah. December, December. Bryce said July. <laughs> <laughs> They're up in, in Cape Cod in July. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> a long boat ride. ways from now. Yeah. <laughs> Watching the Delaware and run up. Yeah. Uh, Big, big thanks to everybody watching tonight. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and I uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Also, big shout-out to our sponsors. Thank you for supporting this program. Uh, Pete, you want to say anything about BU before we head out? I'll say it again. Bash University, I want to invite everybody to check out the brand-new Bash TV. Site's complete, completely upgraded, optimized for your mobile device, better viewing, easy to get around. You're going to love it. Uh, check out BashU.TV and the Bash University. Are, right now, uh, we have three locations with a fourth coming. We're going to be in Indiana at the Wild Indiana Outdoor Show. Uh, I believe that's the second week in January. The end of January, we're going to be up at the New England Outdoor Expo. 
uh, and we're going to be in February. We're going to be in the Columbus Expo um, the second week of February. So check those out. We're going to have all that stuff up on thebashuniversity.com real soon, uh, along with our fourth site, which we're going to be announcing straight away. Sounds good. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you to the guests, uh, Stormtrooper, Adrian, a.k.a. Luke, uh, Dave the Intern, a.k.a. Tom. Thank you, everybody. Becky, Pete, Brian. James Watson, Cajun Baby. James Watson, Cajun Baby. Thank you guys for joining. KVD. Kate, the the real KVD. Thank you. Uh, uh, shout out and big hugs and kisses to everybody that follows us on social media and retweets our promos. Thank you, guys. Um, have a great Halloween. Be safe and don't eat the razor blades. Good night for Mike Live.